What's up, guys? What's going on? So many sports, dude. So many sports. So many things. So many things, but, I mean, mainly right now is just basketball, right? Basketball is the one that's going on, which isn't going backwards currently. Basketball is definitely king right now. Everything else is just kind of more like – I feel like it's more bad or shitty news. Like, there's nothing good in other sports news. It's just basketball is, like, fun and exciting. I know we didn't talk about this before we like before we started. I I just realized because I just read it like one second ago when I was on the shitter. <laughs> it was pretty much the Cardinals and Pirate series got per, uh, postponed, and that leaves them forty six days to play fifty five games. So, <laughs> baseball's getting canceled. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that one we talked in the previous couple casts where um, yeah if you're starting to cancel series and if other teams are starting to pick up on COVID it's going to be tough to finish out all your games right like you're just going to run out of time exactly I just don't see how you can do this without a bubble and that's why I also Agreed. don't think the NBA is, or NFL is going to happen yeah I mean the NBA right now is proving it solid right like I personally have been shitting on the bubble i'm like yo it's just gonna take one person but somehow they maintained this far and they've been pretty good with it so they same d- thing with hockey hockey's been doing well inside of a bubble as well it's just everyone outside of a bubble has not been able to fare so well problem is how large those teams have to be in those facilities and so forth like you just right. can't fit that many people places so i was watching this interview with um one of the reporters from the from bleacher report and they were talking about how everyone in the bubble gets tested every single day and you get an email every single morning saying that you're good, right? But if you don't get an email in the morning, it means you're getting a phone call because right. you tested positive and you got to get the fuck out of the bubble. And it's good. it's good they've got the rapid test now, right? Like yeah. you can figure out instantaneously, which is good. So they have plenty of time before someone like is suited up and ready to play. Like <laughs> like what happened at the beginning in March in the NBA exactly. where like, oh, we got to cancel now. Yeah, I'm, they're going to they're gonna finish their season. I don't see how they're – like it's going to take some idiot to do it. And if some idiot does it, that dude's getting suspended for a long time. I, I think the biggest thing is how quickly they can test now, right? Before exactly. it was, it took days or whatever. And you didn't have the luxury of waiting days to play a game or whatever yeah. it may be. But now you can do testing every night. And by the morning, you know, there, yeah. there's no chance that, you know, they'll allow someone to come in like that. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, with this said, I saw a, was it on Reddit or somewhere? Maybe it was on Google News. That pretty much the NFL is very confident they will start their season. Like internally, yeah. they're very confident. I saw that too, that they're basically banking on They're like, we'll be good. We'll be perfectly fine, which I'm not sold on at all. <laughs> I, I think it's the NFL being delusional as usual. Like that the things that they think are the case are actually not the case in the real world. The, the thing with the NFL is I think there's just that much more money at stake with the NFL. It's like, you know, like, I get it. Like every single one of these teams produces a boatload of money, but like the NFL is king of all sports in America. You know, like that it, it flat out is, you can't say that soccer or um, in, in the United States that baseball is better than football. Basketball is better than football as far as how many people watch it and pay attention. And, you know, like as far as like fantasy goes, like it's across the board that much more, of a money producer and you know like i i think it's just basically gonna force the nfl to at least attempt to do so keep this thing open yeah, yeah it makes sense i mean every time we see you know top 10 highest earning revenue teams uh like there's a reason why the cowboys or some some other affiliation sport like that is there right right now i think in the last one for forbes it was the cowboys that's whatever, five billion, four and a half billion, whatever it is. So they definitely, there's a lot of money involved in the league. So they're going to do everything they can to promote and say they're, you know, they're going to start, but are they taking all the right precautions like the NBA did to get them set up to do that and then not end up in a failure after like week two? It's impossible to do so. There's no way. This is, the, the problem is that teams have to travel to go to these games, you know, you're you're not isolated from anyone else. Like, what are they going to do? Like, shut down a hotel? They would probably have to shut down a complete hotel. In what they should for- do? What they should do is that every like, if you're a team, right? You have to have as the league. You have to make it so it, every like 
stadium, they have pretty much rented out a full on like little bubble for the next team that comes in with everything yeah. ready to go that it can't come from the outside at all. They're basically got to be like the on deck bubble, right? Like you come into yeah. here before you get ready to play. But the other thing is they don't have the luxury like the NBA, right? NBA was at the end of the season. They could tell half the seat, half the teams not to come because they're not going to make the playoffs. For sure. Also the roster is let, you know, one third of what the football exactly. roster is. I mean, it's more than one third, but you it's know, a quarter almost. Like, right. Exactly. Yeah. So, the more people you have, the more teams you have, the more likelihood that this can, you know, blow up. They but. should just make the schedule more regional. That's what they really should do. Like, make it a regional schedule. And that's and then at the end, you have, like, four regions that come out of it. And it's like, it's not perfect, but it'll, you're minimizing, you're mitigating almost, the risk, right? It's almost like what college football was talking about doing just conferences, right? It's similar yeah. to that, um, which we'll get to later. But anyways yep. – Let's talk about what's been hype in the last week since we had our last episode. It's been the NBA, man. Almost every day, almost every two times a day, there's some big story coming out. Sure. Um, and one of the hype stories that have been in the news for the last couple of days has been Damian Lillard. So man. there's been some good things. There's been some bad things. Let's start with uh, him, Damian Lillard, being clutch and hitting or not hitting two free throws at the end of the game. So unlike him. Yeah. So unlike him. Like- <laughs> It's unlike him, but you can't you can't go get mad at him about it. It's like it hey, happens. It's human at, at like, the same time, you know. Like, you know what it is? It's that he missed both of them. Yeah, he missed one and whatever. Missing both of them? What? So I, like the bubble. I I absolutely don't take anything away from it. So Damian Lillard is eighty eight percent career free throw shooter, and this season he's shooting eighty eight percent as well. You shoot eighty eight percent, like. That was just a freak thing that didn't happen. I've seen Steve Nash when he was on the Lakers. He was still shooting 90%. And come down the line, same scenario, he missed two free throws. And you're like, okay, it's just a freak thing that happened. Like, whatever. It's not that the guy is in clutch. He's not two, people, he's not two franchises out of the playoffs. Exactly. exactly. But, and can we go to this? Can we go to the beef then? Because the two franchises he knocked off. Yeah. He knocked off Patrick Beverly and he knocked off PG. And wow. you know what? They, they've been sitting here waiting for the dude to fail, right? They've been sitting here waiting for this moment. And now they're on the same team. They wanna, they've been waiting for this moment. And for what? Oh, he did it in a regular season game? Get the fuck out of here. He so, knocked you out of the playoffs. You know what was even more petty, in my opinion? It's like, I was looking at those comments and stuff, right? Where PG made a comment. Then you had some fans that were, like, trying to harass after that. And PG was trying to defend himself, saying, like, all right, well, I came off of, like, some injuries. Like, I've been playing injuries. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Like, how are you going to say, like... You're going to talk shit, then own it when he throws a red exactly. back. Exactly. He didn't want yeah. to smoke. He just wanted to say some shit and walk away. That's just not... Here's the cool. thing that I would say is, I, if I were them, I would not want to pour that fuel on that fire. Damian Lillard has already knocked you guys out once. If you saw the next game after those comments, he dropped 51 points. I think that guy feels like he feels himself off on that fire where he's like, all right, these guys are talking shit. I'm going to go Dame mode. Yeah. And they're saying that, like, you know, the Clips don't even want to see Portland because they already know Dame is going to come out firing, dude. Like, oh, absolutely. I, I think he, in, in, the, in the playoffs, he's, I mean, if they make the playoffs, he will go just that shit crazy. Absolutely. He's an underdog, that's, right? They're, they've been talking all this crap. What, the worst part is, like, you don't ever want to play an underdog that's basically like, all right, uh, we have nothing to lose here. Let's give, them, let's give them hell. So I thought it was pretty funny that Patrick Beverly and Paul George said that. He fired back, which was, I thought was a hilarious response, and then they got a little pissed and were like, oh, we were injured. Yeah. No, and another thing is that, like, look, even, like, you're a stack team on the Clippers, right? But if they give you two, three games, if, if you play the Blazers and they give you two, three games in the first round, that makes you look bad. You have nothing to, nothing to gain from the situation because right. you should be beating them, right? So if yeah. you fall any – you should be sweeping them, right, with this stacked-ass roster. So you're just making it look bad when he beats you again, like he always has. So right. I just I, – I saw this one thing, though. Um, going into his 51-point game, right, I think it was – I have it saved on Instagram. I found a – Great stat. And it should pretty much shut what's his name up? Um, PG up. And I like PG, don't get me wrong. I'm, Is I'm it out of fifty point games? Yeah. So he's got yeah. 10, 10 50 point games. And yeah, so PG has zero. Huh? Yeah. PG has zero. 
Paul George has zero. So within like the active players, uh, LeBron's got 12, right? So, so think about this. Damian Lillard has 10. He's tied Kareem. AI had 11. LeBron's got 12. And then uh, Harden right now is 23. Kobe had 25. Jordan had 31. And then Wilt had 118, which is just absurd. Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Yeah. But realistically, I mean, he can get to LeBron. He could, I mean, after that, I don't know. But LeBron, he can get to. He's at 10. He can get to 12. Assuming a LeBron maybe doesn't score another 50-piece. If they probably... are going to be continue, continue to be successful with that roster, there's going to be more. There has to be more if they want to be yeah. successful. Unfortunately, that's just how it is. How yeah, many, no, it's, it's definitely it's, interesting. Uh, in Say that again? How long has he been in the league now? I feel like he's been there for quite some time. Damian Lillard has been in the league for, let me think, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Eight or nine seasons, basically. He's been in since 2012. If there's anyone that really, really wants to try like him, like it's him and like Russell Westbrook and those guys. Like on any given night, they could just take a million shots and get to 50. I'll be yeah. honest, PG, I know this is, we're talking about Dame, but I, I was just looking up PG stats and I couldn't find a good, like, advanced statistic, but PG's never been the same since Indianapolis or Indiana. He hasn't, he's been good, but he's never been great ever since. Like, he's, he, he's not, he's not at Dame's level anymore at all. Yeah. Like, he's just not. And I don't know why he's talking trash. I understand Patrick Beverly. I mean, what else? That's what that, that's literally his MO. Game. That's all he does. He talks yeah. shit to him. He talks shit to LeBron. Whatever. At this point, it's just hysterically like, who's he gonna call out next, right? Exactly. Which is, I'm fine with Patrick Beverly. I think it's funny, right? Because I mean, when you're that, you're not, you're an underrated guy. That's what you gotta do. You gotta annoy, irritate, and make them make mistakes. PG though, come on, man. You want a bigger <laughs> microscope? What's your problem, dude? And then after it all, he was like, man, you. It sounds like you have a lot of hate in your heart or whatever. And you know, I'm just gonna sit here and mind my business. Right? I mean, right. Uh, is that really how, how it really is? Like, he has hate in his heart? Because someone seems like they've been thinking about that shot in OKC a lot. That's what it felt like. I mean, that's basically what everyone's inferencing, right? They're like, yeah. okay, you're, you're still a little butthurt about that. So. Exactly. Oh, well, it'll be interesting to see. We'll see what happens. Uh, so moving on, uh, so two teams got eliminated, right? The Pelicans and the Kings got eliminated. Kings. I'm like so sad that Zion didn't get the chance to go to the playoffs. Like I've been saying that that from the beginning, where I think a lot of you guys are like, "Oh, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna they're gonna make that push for him." I'm like, I don't see it. I don't see it happening. <laughs> I thought it, this this makes me believe that maybe the NBA is not so rigged anymore because from a money standpoint, it only made yeah, sense that, to have that's Zion. The Lakers in the first round is what you would do from a money standpoint. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, they were super disappointment in the bubble. I mean, like. High hope, super disappointing. And, I mean, so now deep. you – go ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying there's no way that, like – Zion's not in the conversation for um, rookie of the year now. He can't uh, be. He's not. So, if he was able to get him into the playoffs, even then it would be a man that he gets in the playoffs. He still hasn't played enough games in my book. Like, I mean, like you, you, played less than, you played half a season, less than half a season, whatever it was. It's just you didn't do whatever jump right. Like, he did that over a course of double the games you played. So exactly. And that's, and now there's absolutely no case. I was willing to at least listen to the case, but now there's no case. There's no reason. It's from the saying, get-go, yeah. From the get go. I was just, I was not about it. I'm like, you have to put in the games to get that recognition. That's disrespectful yeah. to Ja. When so, he's done. I mean, not to disrespect anyone or anything, but can we just also mention the street? JJ Reddick's streak, like, yeah, I don't even, yeah, I don't even care about Zion Williams. I'm more upset about JJ Reddick losing his playoff streak. Yeah, like, so, that, like ever since he's been in the league, right? So for 13 seasons, he's always made the playoffs, and on top of that, ever since he's played since like high school, he's never missed. So he's like 21 straight years of playoffs in every level of basketball he's played. First of all, I think it's insane because he's moved around on teams. So for him. All right, let's say if he was on the Spurs or someone like that, you're like, okay, fine. They always make the playoffs. But he's moved around quite a bit, and he still made it all of his seasons in the NBA. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. It's cool. It's a cool stat. That's as much as it is. He's not the one taking teams to the playoffs. He also dropped 36 the other night. Great. That's awesome. By that metric, TJ, um, TJ Warren or whatever should be the MVP this year. 
He's the MVP of the bubble. For, sure, the bubble. <laughs> like, what, like 36 a game or 38 listen, a game? Something absurd. Listen, it will say TJ Warren, uh, MVP, asterisk, go down, of bubble. Okay, that's fine. I feel like we hit like a like a sore spot with you and JJ Redick. Do you know? Do he doesn't like JJ Redick, man. He's I don't, okay. I don't like the beginning. I don't like Duke, first of all. So I'm not. I, I hate Duke, but I, I, JJ Redick's the only player I like you out of there. Not respect JJ Redick. I res- listen. I don't dislike him. I actually like his podcast. I think he's he's gonna be a dope personality afterwards. I have no qualms against him. Right. I get the streak. It's cool. Like I said, it's cool. It's not like he, like, carried the team for 13 years. Far from it. And I think he's been a great role player. Obviously, sure. he doesn't put the team on his back. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to boast that, oh, he's the only one to get 13. But I'm just saying that's, that's a pretty cool like, thing. That's it. That, but that's all it is for me. Cool. Like, it's cool. Like, you getting a bad vibe from me. That's all. I'm not throwing a party for it. Like, I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'm not throwing a party for it. But, like, I'll be like, yo, high five. High five. Good job. Good job. Let me get you. you know a drink. If, if LeBron ended his streak, you'd probably cry, man. Because LeBron, first of all, carries the team. Shut the fuck up, man. It's so stupid. I can't have this conversation yeah. with you. This no, fucking... man. It's like, yo, like, you give good players the respect they deserve, and JJ Reddick deserves And I said it's cool. I said it's cool. I said it's cool. But, like, you know, you don't give the respect to LeBron and his nine straight finals appearances. So why the fuck should I be sitting here having this conversation with you? Get the hell out of here. We've, we've clearly hit a spot with you. Uh, we'll take that you hate J.J. Redick. And transitioning to that topic of LeBron, <laughs> the Lakers took the uh, eight, uh, first seed in the West. They clinched. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't – that wasn't anything I didn't see coming. Um, it's good that they didn't tank all their games and somehow and- – dropped a second but that was gonna that was pretty obvious it was gonna and happen so. the clippers have been doing load management anyway like yeah. they, it, they lost a couple yeah. like a game or two close games here or there so yeah. i mean it was whatever it, at the end of the day it doesn't matter I, if one or two the bottom two teams still don't want to play either one of them <laughs> for sure but last night or the i think it was last night or the night before who did they play and they lost who did they just what you would know who are you I, talking about the lakers yeah uh, I'm trying to think. They just played. Uh, I, I believe LeBron didn't even play. I um, think LeBron was playing load management uh, the last two games, but I could tell you. Um, so they played Denver tonight, and then the last two games. Was it Portland? Let me see. Um, here we go. Here we go. Oh, and they played the Pacers. Oh, okay. um, this is a couple nights ago. It's two nights ago. Um, they played it's the Patriots. Game. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. I mean, the if there's if there's any story you want to make, I'm not even saying it is a story, but if you want to make one, AD did not show up whatsoever. Like, and he played no. full minutes. He went three for fourteen. I'm looking eight points. I mean, I'm not worried about it at all. So the last three, they dropped to the Pacers, Houston, OKC. At, Dude, once they're there, they don't really care. They're just going to do enough to but, get by. But they don't pick up any injuries or nothing like I, that. No, no, that's fine. I just, I just found it, like, even during the season, AD wouldn't always show up without LeBron. That would be my concern if I was – I mean, they, they do play off each other. Yeah, I get it. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'm not concerned at all about that. I don't know. Deep runs. You got you to gotta figure out how you're going to make a deep run. When you got to have your second guy going all the way, too. I don't know. I guess we'll all see. Right, well – if you want to talk about that, let's talk about Devin Booker, right? He's he's put the team on. Devin back. Booker, listen. If you want to talk about somebody I I've hated on in the in the past, it wasn't JJ Redick. It was Devin Booker, and I retract all statements. You never heard it. It was never on. It was it was off the record when I said it. You know he's averaging thirty and a half in the bubble right now, five and zero. Oh. Listen, I'm just gonna say this. Whatever he did at Drake's house in that music video, it worked. It worked, man. I don't know what he did at Drake's house in that music video, but like everything he did, he must have put up some shots at Drake's court, and yo, it worked. So six and zero. So you know how they're talking about his buzzer beater, right? Yeah. So how many buzzer beaters do you think he's got in his, his career? career? Seven. No, not not like with two seconds or one second left, like exact buzzer beaters. So those are hard to come by. Two. Three. He's got three. He's tied with LeBron. So Kobe Bryant and Joe Johnson are tied at seven. Jordan's got six. If you include – that's regular season. If you include his playoffs, I think he's got eight. But So 
Devin Booker, he's 23. He's got three right now with LeBron. I don't know, people making inferences of maybe he gets there, but at the end of the day, I, I mean, it's a buzzer beater. It doesn't hold anything but a buzzer beater, right? It's a good – it's a fun moment. It's a fun it's stat. Fun. It's a fun uh, padded stat, basically, yeah. in my book. But I thought it was interesting that – I was I was kind of surprised when I looked into it. I was like, oh, wow, LeBron's only got three. I'm like, that's but LeBron can't shoot. He can't be shooting those buzzer beaters. That's so flex, man. He's, but he's had a year or two where he has, but then th- that was in the playoffs where he had a couple, so that's not regular season. But Yeah. I mean, yo, I, I don't want to see the Suns in the playoffs for one reason. It's not going to be fun to watch. Like, it's, I don't think it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be watching Devin Booker have to do everything, and it's going to be frustrating to watch because he won't be able to get the help he needs. And I just don't think Wait, it's going to be a fun did, series. Did the Suns not get sent home too? No, they're not out yet. Not mathematically, you know. It's the Pelicans and the Kings. So, okay, so why don't we talk about the eighth seed, right? The eighth seed in the West is up between the Spurs, Memphis, Portland, and the Suns. I'm pulling the stats up right now, or the standings, because I need to look at them. So, yeah, so out of all of them, the Spurs have the toughest road there. Um, They basically have to have, like, six different things go right for them. So – if the Spurs, to get the eighth seed, they would have to win both of their games, and then it would need Memphis to lose both of its games. And then Portland and Phoenix would have to lose a game as well. So they, it's based off of all these contingencies. For them to get the ninth seed, the Spurs have to win both games, and then Memphis, Portland, and Phoenix have to lose uh, one of its remaining games. So they basically have to have all these scenarios go down for eight, to get eighth or ninth. So they've got their – what, 23 straight seasons of playoffs on the on the line? Yeah. Well, no, they didn't make it last year, right? It's over. Uh, they didn't make it last year. Yeah, it's they over. did. Huh? They did? I thought they did, didn't they? I thought they didn't. I thought that's when it ended last year. I mean, I could be wrong. I, I, could, I could be giving complete bullshit. No, I'm pretty sure they had it. Uh, this would be the 23rd straight playoff appearance for them. Oh, okay. Well, that's over. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's ending now. If it didn't end before, it end, it's ending now. I am looking Spurs at the were remaining. The seed last year. Huh? huh? Spurs were the seventh seed last year. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, they didn't have a fun ride. Let's just say it like that. So basically, between those those teams, right? So Spurs, they've got too much to go on. But Portland, the last two games, is playing Dallas and the Nets. Memphis plays Boston and Milwaukee. And the Suns play the 76ers in Dallas. Yo, I, the Grizzlies are out. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't see them being able to beat Boston and Milwaukee. They may go one and one because Milwaukee's like, yo, just rest, rest everybody. Um, Potentially, yeah. And Boston could rest people, but even then, they're just a well-coached team. I don't know if they, they can win Boston's that game. on a tear, yeah. I was just watching them the other day. They're on a tear. Um, well, well, all they need to do is win one, right? They need to win one, and then they'd be in the playoff. They'd be in the, um, one, the tournament, right? Playing yeah. tournament, right? Well, that's, they got to get the ninth seed. So the ninth seed has to be within uh, five games to be in the play-in tournament. So there is a play-in tournament right now, right? There's going to be. Mathematically, it's basically guaranteed, yes. Ooh, this is spicy. Yeah. Is so right now it's basically mathematically guaranteed, but it's that ninth spot team has to be within four and a half, so under five games. Uh, so I personally see, I think um, – well, the Suns, right? They play 76ers, so Ben Simmons is injured. He's out for the year. So they could potentially pick that one up in Dallas. Um, but Portland is the team that I would personally want to see, especially with all the fire coming from Dame. Mm-hmm. And they, they usually bring the heat in the first and maybe second rounds of playoffs every year. No, that's JK, what do you think? What are your thoughts on that eighth seed? Personally, like, I, I only want to see uh, Dame time. Like, just because of the drama. That's the only one that, like, has anything left to kind of, like, show, like, oh, this is a flashy matchup, you know? Like, because of Dame, that's the only thing that makes sense to me to want to see a specific team out of the teams that are left for that. Suns, boring, whatever. You know, Spurs, okay, cool, they have a streak going on, whatever. It's time to, time to move on. <laughs> yeah, you got John Morant, but, like, they're going to get swept by the Lakers. Like, the Blazers are the only thing that are like, oh, man, like this could be actually pretty dope. It comes down to tomorrow. Honestly, it comes down to tomorrow's game with Dallas because Dallas can also creep into the sixth six spot, right? If, if the Jazz lose, they're only one game back. 
Right. Oh, and they only have one game left with the Spurs. Damn. So much can happen. There's a lot that's going on, yeah. It's going to be pretty interesting to see how the standings shake up. I hope the Mavericks get out of that seven and get into the six because the Mavs-Nuggets is going to be a good matchup. It would be, I think, a really fun matchup. They, uh, yeah, it's it, like, I don't know. It's as entertaining as it could be. We didn't have basketball for the longest time, and now it's all about to be the it's last a cluster. It's so much fun to watch. It's a clusterfuck, and this is yeah. all we want as fans. It's a clusterfuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think that it's going to be a honestly. I think it's going to stay the eight nine that it is. Only flipped. I think it's going to be Grizzlies and Grizzlies and uh, the Grizzlies dropping. You think Portland takes the eighth seat? Yeah, but then they have to play in tournament. So if that happens, I this is what I see. I see Portland taking it, and then Phoenix hopping in in the play in tournament. But wait, I thought the oh. play in tournament was with the eight and nine. Yeah, but oh, okay. You're saying the Grizzlies don't make it, right? Got it. Got it. Got it. 33, right? So we were saying, what was it? Memphis plays Boston and Milwaukee. So if they potentially drop both and the Suns win both and Portland wins, Portland takes eighth and then Phoenix hops them and takes the ninth seat. Yeah, I mean, the Suns are playing the 76ers and Mavericks. I feel like those are both winnable for them compared to – Right, so that's what I'm saying. I think they go 2-0. I just – I was just saying that I think the Mavs have something to play for. So it's not like – it's not going to be simple. By no means is it a gimme game, but yeah, I feel like yeah, it's yeah. a better matchup. For sure. Yeah, yeah, no, it's for sure. For sure. I get you. I agree. This is where we're going to see if Devin Booker really puts it on his back again, right? Yo, like, if, Devin, if Devin Booker makes this happen, yo, all He's props. the MVP. He's the bubble MVP. No, I don't I care still... about TJ Warren after that. PJ Warren can score all he wants, but it's all about going six and Yo, seven, but, seven, right? <laughs> but they're winning though. Indy's winning with nothing. They have everyone is hurt. Whatever, dude. Devin Booker took the Suns to the playoffs. Yo, so let's talk about who's not winning then, like Memphis. What in five? <laughs> dude, yeah, Memphis, oh man, they didn't they came in cold. Cold old old. Yeah. I mean, but, I feel bad for them. But good one, one good thing going for Memphis is there's another team that makes them look great, the Wizards. The oh Wizards somehow are worse than when they came to the bubble. Yeah, honestly, as a Wizards fan, honestly, as a Wizards fan, I'm ex- this is awesome. They have gone in there and gotten their lottery chances better. And they did strong. not get it better. They're still locked in for the ninth. What do you mean? They, even though, even though that they like, you're gonna say they drop below the Hornets, right? Yeah. They don't have that. Go, the due to like, there's a rule basically that whatever they had coming out, coming into it, they, they don't go lower than it. They're locked in for the ninth lottery spot. That's some bullshit. That's bullshit. One, that's fucking bullshit. But yeah. two, they didn't play themselves out of it, right? Technically. Right. Okay, there you go. They didn't play themselves out of it. I'm gonna. I am a optimist. Maybe maybe someone should tell the Wizards that they couldn't tank and get a better lottery spot because they're locked into the ninth. <laughs> Who the hell is even playing on this team right now? Like I'm, ex- Hachimura is playing well, and that's it. That's the only player on this team right now. And what are you going to expect a rookie to carry this team that's not a jaw level like rookie? Yeah, Zion so couldn't do it. The, the interesting thing is, so what was it? Was it the eighth seed last year, or not eighth seed? But was it the ninth? Ninth or whichever whichever spot uh, got John Morant last year, right in the draft. Memphis. Memphis got him, so they were they had what six percent chance, something like that, getting them. Uh-huh. So yeah. now the Wizards are probably gonna try to bank on hoping something like that happens. Yo, if we can get number two, Anthony Edwards, come to DC. Can't Dude, wait. You know who they're gonna get, right? Who? Lamelo Ball. That's fine. Lamelo is a fucking beast, dude. Lamelo is. He's better than Lonzo. He can shoot. And the thing is, he's already played pro ball in Australia. And Australia's a high-level high level league. I'm down for that. That's who they're getting. I, look, even if we fall, even if we fall and we get um, Obi Toppin from Dayton, or if we get – what's his face name? What the fuck is – oh, Cole Anthony from UNC. I'm okay with it. Cole Anthony's pretty nasty. Yeah. yeah. He's been hurt a little bit, but that's okay. I mean, the season ended early. So, we don't know. What, he's going to fall because of that. Kind of speaking of drafts, like it really makes me wonder, like how all this COVID stuff's gonna affect yeah. all these additional leagues and drafts, and you know, like you think about it, it's like okay, 
When are they going to do this NBA draft? Oh, the, August 25th. Yeah, it's right after. They're, they have everything lined up. Like, yeah. Is it, is it August 25th? Oh, they're going to do the lottery, right? Lottery, sorry. Lottery the draft is in October. October yeah. yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, then what about when college football or college basketball starts? Are they going to have a college basketball season? They, you're already seeing all these college football seasons kind of like saying, like, no, we're not going to do it. How are so all those players supposed to raise or lower their stock? General, college sports in general, I think, are just screwed, right? They're not like they're not like the pro sports where you're hoteling people, you're keeping them all. They they're they're signed to the team. That's their job. These kids are like going to school and whatever. But that that's something like you kind of mentioned, um, where they're like, hey, if you send us home, we don't know what we would do. We might not be safe. Like if you kept us in a structured environment. Yeah. Wait. Okay. I have a question. Um, yeah. Let's go into that. Are we good with the NBA? Is there anything else left in the NBA? Uh, yeah, yeah, I wanted to bring up the other yeah. thing going on with Draymond Green. Uh, oh, yes. Draymond. So he basically got hit with a 50K fine for tampering, which was hilarious because I think it was Bro. Ernie Johnson was like, is that tampering? <laughs> Bro, he's stating facts, first of all. I don't know. I didn't know telling the truth was tampering. Yeah. <laughs> but like, how, did Dray- how did Draymond get fined for not kicking somebody in the nuts? Like, how is he like not on the court getting fined and he didn't kick nobody in the nuts? Like, what the fuck is this? Here's my problem with that, right? Like, Number one, I don't care about the tampering thing. But, you know, everyone's saying, like, oh, get Devin Booker out of Phoenix. Like, how is Phoenix ever going to be relevant again if they don't have the good player that they have? All right. Yeah, you have a shitty team. You have Devin Booker. Okay, you get another guy here. You get another guy there. You build your team. That's That's how the Warriors did it. Like, what were the Warriors before Steph came, and then they got Clay, then they got Draymond, then they got kd through free agency it's like dude you gotta build your team somewhere you gotta build your team somewhere i mean this is the thing we've said before right devin booker is still 23 he's he's played pretty good ball and they're just like yo everyone says it they're like yo they're not they haven't we haven't seen the strides we haven't seen them make the moves immediately to win that he's wasting his best years that i mean that's it that's what people are saying it was his choice. He he signed his contract. He's in his first year of his new contract. So he's going to be there. He's not going anywhere. You, Draymond can say whatever he wants, but he is contractually obligated. Draymond, yeah. first of all, Draymond is, yeah, whatever. Like, like basically, he also said KD is the best scorer. Was he saying of all time or of the current era? Because I think he said all time. I think when he said all time, he didn't mean all time. I hope not. I think he yeah, means in his generation. Character. Yeah. All time of this generation. Yeah. I could find I find that. That's how you believe it. That's 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 a fair. Fair. Similar to last week, right? We 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 talked about Harden and KD and we say KD is basically able to get any shot he wants. He's he's a seven foot point guard. He can take it off the dribble, shoot, come down the court, do whatever. Um sure. I'll give it to him for this area. He's he's basically unstoppable on offense. He's a he's a deadly shooter. Exactly. I'm just looking at something. Um, I just wanted to go to the what we were talking about for um, what's his face, Devin Booker. I'm just trying to look at um, Aiton's numbers, and Aiton did get better this year. He was their last pick, pick two years ago. So, I mean, you're, you're, you're getting there. It's slow and steady. Slow and steady. Yeah, so speaking of better, one one quick question for you guys: What do you think about Luka Doncic uh, throwing out that Devontae Graham should be MIP? Luka's a bro, man. Luka's a straight <laughs> up bro. I love it. I love it. You love to see it. Luca is one of my top five play, favorite players in the NBA right now. I, really I don't like, like the Mavs. I don't like the Mavs in general because they're Dallas and I hate the Cowboys. And just my my mind is just fucked in that sense. But like, <laughs> I like Luca. Like, I do it's too. Kind of like how like you know I hated the Eagles, but I like Brian Dawkins. Like, <laughs> it's like yo, I like Luca. I, I have no qualms against the Mavericks. I like Mark Cuban. So I think Mark Cuban's about I, I cool. Like, I like the point that he's making, though, right? Like, I hate to see when you already have a great player, you know, like, oh, he did even better. Okay, fine. Put him for a damn MVP if he, like Steph Curry, right? Put him for the MVP if he's that great. But exactly. You got someone that's real low. Like, uh, last season, Devontae Graham was averaging 4.7 points, 2.6 assists, and he only started three games out of those, right? Well, this season is averaging 18, seven and a half in 53 starts, which is a drastic, I mean, 
that's a drastic uptake. Um, sure, he's getting more minutes and all, but just because you get minutes doesn't mean you produce either. It's it's like what are this? I I think this is the thing. It's like whoever is voting for this, like what is the spirit of MIP? Right? It's not like why why can't like MIP shouldn't be like for like stars that are playing in the All Star game, right? The recognition should be going to guys that like yo they worked their ass off that off season. They went from like pretty much nobody to some dude that's fucking balling, right? Those guys that you pick up to become your role players and they really step up and they take it, you know? It can be for someone that was a nobody is now is a star, sure, right? Like, if you wanted to go from that year that Kawhi was, like, like nobody to where he's the best player on the Spurs, that's another story, right? But, like, it shouldn't be like, oh, like, oh, James Harden went from, like, like, even the year that um, when James Harden went to Houston, right? Him going to MIP wasn't, like, a shock, right? Like, we knew he's the best six man in the league, and now you gave him his own team. I, I feel like there's probably someone more worthy of that for MIP, in my opinion. It's the that, spirit of what, it, what it's about. It, honestly, I, I have nothing to add to it beyond the fact that, like, exactly as I said, if you're a great player and you, get, you become better because you get, you're getting more time and you have no one else and you've got to take more shots, that's on MIP, my position. Yep. MIP is some guy that didn't have the time or wasn't that great, and whatever time he does get, he takes it and he, he makes the most of it, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Um, all right, so let's transition back. Uh, let's move towards college college football. So we're talking about sports on the bubble, and a lot of uh, a lot of headings in the news recently of uh, different conferences canceling. Right. So the recent one you were just telling me about, GoGo. Big Ten, Big Ten, no Michigan, Michigan State, no Ohio State, none of that. I don't know who else is in the conference. Maryland. Maryland. Yeah. Maryland. Wisconsin. Purdue. Am I in the right? Yeah, conference. <laughs> at this point, who, who cares about the conference? I think college football in general is screwed. Um, oh, yeah. People are – players are opting out, right? Players are opting out, um, and there's no bubble. And it's just in general, like I said about college – or just college sports in, like in general, they don't have any of that built in to keep each player, you know, tested every week, whatever, every day, daily tests, et cetera, like – pro sports are doing so how, how do you account or keep accountability of each one of your players but see that's kind of where it's messed up because technically it's not like college football doesn't produce money they they get a boatload of money through like boosters through like ticket sales all this kind of stuff i mean obviously there's not going to be ticket sales this year but like they get money through all of these uh games that they play it's all televised this and that but it's like dude Personally, I'm, I'm completely against it because you are – I get it. It's a health concern and this and that. But you are literally taking millions of dollars out of these kids' futures. Yeah, but what if you get it? You can still get it. Like what happens when you're on a 56-man ro- – whatever man roster, right? One guy gets it. Everybody gets it. You get it, and you end up in the ICU. Then what? Okay. Think about it this way. Joe Burrow, last year, if he did not have the opportunity to play this year, he would have not been first overall. He so would what, dude? Won. But it's not about that guy. It's about the one guy, right, that's getting there for his scholarship, and he doesn't have an NFL career, right? And then he goes home, right, and gives it to grandma and kills her. That's what it's about, right? It's not about, yeah. like, the one guy that gets that's in the draft. What, that's what, kind of what they're saying. They're saying, like, okay, we're most likely going to get it at home anyways. Wait, why what? would you? Why? Why would you get it at home? Unless you you're reckless. Have, all right. Wait, if you can get it how at home. People, how many people are actually sitting wait, at home doing wait, nothing? Wait, wait, back up, back up, back up, back up. If you can get it at home, you can absolutely get it in college. Absolutely, okay, but why then not? you're away from your family anyways. And then you're spreading it in that town. Then you're spreading it in that town. You can spread it in your own hometown then. Huh? You can spread it in your own hometown. Okay, like, no you really think, do you really think college, college kids are responsible enough that they're not – like you saw Lou Williams, million-dollar motherfucker, go to get wings. You think, you think the guys on these teams are smart enough and responsible enough to do that? No, hell no. They're going to so cancel the season. they're going to be smart and responsible when they're at home? More likely. First of all, you know the NCAA no. don't. Yo, when you're at your parents' house, they're going to fucking smack the shit out of you. That's what's going to happen. Let's be real. If they tell you to sit at home, they're, you're, you're more likely to sit at home. These, these guys are not going to be sitting at home, man. They got to train because they don't uh, have okay. Listen, I've got, I've, got, I've, got, I've, got a, I've got something to throw in for both of you guys. Yeah. So, fine. You've got your stars that are that, right? There's so many players on the team that are not stars that are either bench warmers that don't do anything. You really think they give two shits? 
or they're going to stay within the realms of those stars that are trying to get there. They're going to do whatever they got to do. Whether that or whether they're at home or whether they're at college, I still think they're going to be exposed. They just, it's just who they expose themselves to. Now it's just their peers versus their families. I get, uh, it was what Trevor Lawrence said it, right? But Trevor Lawrence is also projected number one pick is what he's saying. It doesn't resonate to the other college players that are there. Those guys may not get drafted or have nothing to do with anything. They're going to be in college. We were in college once. like, yo, I want to live my life. I want to play sports and then do whatever I want to do. What do you do with those guys? Okay, but think of it this way. In college, they do have medical staffs, right, that are able to help you and treat you and give you proper protocols of what you're supposed to do. When you're, if you're a football player, you're going – like, if you need treatment, you go to your treatment. Who you don't go no to your COVID specialist on those teams? Yeah, that sports medicine doctor can't do nothing for you. I promise okay. you that. But I, I can that. promise you this much: when they go home and they don't have all that stuff. No, here, this is what I'll tell you. This is exactly the way it works, right? What you're doing when you go home, you'll be around five, seven people. You're not guaranteed around seventy people every single day. Seventy people guaranteed every single day in a locker room. That doesn't. That's that's you're guaranteed in that situation. And then you know what happens? The NCAA, we've already realized the NCAA doesn't give a fuck about you, right? So when the, the third guy gets it, right, and no one gives a fuck about him, who's, who's, who's picking up that check when they're in ICU? Nobody. They're fucked. So you got to think about this, right? It's the next they, guy. You got to think about this. So Trevor Lawrence is one of the faces of college football right now, right? He's, he's projected number one, one, two, top two, whatever. LeBron James was the face of the NBA, and when this was going down, he's like, I want to play. And then players are like, oh, we want to play. Trevor Lawrence is basically like, yo, I want to play because I'm going to get drafted. And he's like, I want all these other players to buy in too. It's the same thing. I, I can't think that you can take that one guy's opinion and apply it across the league that it'll be safer because part of what Gogo said, you're exposed to a lot more people. But even while you're at home, I mean, at the end of the day, it's what, what, what are you doing to stay safe, honestly? And if you have more people, you're going to be exposed more to it. Is so this what, what, what side are you on, Pete? Like, do you think they should cancel or they should not cancel? They should come up with a plan. They should come up with a plan of, of what they're going to do if they're going to keep these athletes, like, at – you know, somewhere on, on campus, at a hotel, whatever they're going to do to quarantine and do like the testing the night before, weekly tests, whatever they want to do. But at some point, like you got to pull the trigger and say, we, we do want a revenue. We do want to get a revenue stream going and we're going to start. And then if it ends, it ends. But I mean, I, I'm like, if you come up with a plan, then you should start it. If you don't come up with a plan, then don't start it. If you're just going to be like, we're going to rely on them doing their own things and we'll, we'll test them before game time. That's not going to work. If you're going to put in the preventive measures from the get-go and be like, okay, for a week leading up to the games, we're going to have to have you here, et cetera, I'm all for it. Start it. Go for it. I'm, I'm in the same boat as what you're saying. My whole thing is, personally, like, I feel like these, you know, universities and so forth, they should at least kind of try to come up with a plan try to have something in place because sending them home that basically gets some shit out of luck i see it from the perspective of i get what you're saying like all right if i'm an athlete and i'm like this is my last year i'm gonna come out okay in general we're like oh well what's one more year but coming out a year earlier getting a year more of experience to be ready for pros might be helpful whatever but are you going to try to help them stay safe and set up a plan and then be like, yeah, let's try it out. Let's try to do what we can. And if it fails, then sorry, we're going to have to send you home, but not even trying to be like, everyone just go home. Screw it. That, that kind of sucks. Yeah. What do you think? To Gogia's point, right? Like, yo, if these NBA players cannot follow the rules, obviously I don't think like college players can follow the rules. Like it's people in general don't follow the rules. I get that. I understand that. But there's I mean, still... the 19-year-old kid, right? Like, they're just kids. <laughs> yeah. But my whole thing is, like, at least put the rules in place and then give them consequences after the fact. 
It's like, not, all right, you're not going to follow rules. All right, you're booted off the team. Done. Okay, so I'll say this. I'm also coming from the standpoint there's no plan. They just want to keep going like there's nothing fucking happening in the world. So that's outrageous to me. That's where also where my outrage comes from. There's no plan. They're just like, all right, come to campus, live your lives like it was, and we'll test you. That's not a plan, right? I also think if they can make some sort of like, not bubble like the NBA, because you can't do that, right? But some sort of like, like you guys were saying, plan and like containment measure, Sure. Then you can, then as a player, you can decide what you want to do. Right. I also don't think it's going to be fair to them because they're going to dangle their scholarships in front of them. Right. And if you don't want to play, your scholarship is gone. Right. And I think that's kind of fucked of a situation for some guys where it's like, I mean, what, what else am I supposed to do? Right. I could get sick. I could go home. I could, people have kids, right? Like there's plenty of players that have kids and stuff. I have to now risk my kid's life for whatever. Right. So not trying to be, yeah, not trying to be an asshole, but just, you know, the other side of the fence. But what, why else did they get the scholarship, right? They're there to play. Yes, but they're, I get that, right? But we haven't had this circumstance of like a global plan, pandemic before, right? The stipulation yeah. when you got that scholarship was not that, oh my God, people, 5 million people are going to have this thing that we don't know what it is, right? So it's like, what happens to that? Like, the they're going to be forced thing. into playing. They're going to be forced yeah. into a situation where it is unfair that they have to play. Unless you know you're going to be a top, like, first-round pick. My, my problem, I, I kind of side with Pete because at the end of the day, this is a business. Like, no, it's not. It's not a business. You don't want to say it's a business. No, it's not. It's, it's not a business. business. Because, That's why they charge you to go to school. Wait, wait, hold on. That's fine, right? But for the players, it's not a business. They don't get fucking paid. They don't get fucking paid at the end of the day. That's the difference. Are, all others. are basically paid. In a way, yes, I agree. But if you're making billions of dollars of revenue, right – and you, you blow out your leg, you have insurance, right? But that's it. Like, that's it. No one gives a fuck about you after that, right? There's no, like, short-term disability, this, that, where you get a check. You, you may not get a stipend. Some schools do. These kids should get fucking paid, right? They should get paid. No doubt about so that. It's not a business. Time, like, you, can't, you can't say it's a business when the people that do, are performing the thing don't get paid. It's a business for the schools. It's sure, not a business sure. for the players. So the whole, I and understand. at the end of the day, the players, at least – the NCAA not all, is it, not all of the players, but for some of the players, it is a business because this is the way that they're going to make millions. I don't. The thing is that why are we worried about a small percentage of people, right? When there is a larger group that's going to be impacted. That's dumb as shit. I don't care what Trevor Lawrence has to say about something he knows nothing about. I don't give a shit what LeBron James has to say about something he knows nothing about. I don't care what athletes have to say about something that they know nothing about. They're not experts. Shut the fuck up. Like, I don't care. You're not a scientific person to just say, you want to go make your millions, that's fine. But then you're going to risk everyone's life for it, right? That's stupid. That's I fucking stupid. I, I don't I, care what everyone's I, I, I 100% get what you're saying because, you know, this whole time since March, we've been saying quarantine, 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 be safe, be safe, be safe. But yet again, Gogia, like, we're saying that from, pers- from a perspective of like, all right, we're not from the hood. We do have nice families. We are very good as far as people go, right? This is a, football is an escape for people. I understand that. I, I, I'm not and, even... And honestly, even risking there, it for coronavirus for some of these kids is much more than just like... We're not talking from the perspective of the kids. We're just talking from the perspective you, of like... If you want to do something for these kids, right? There's other ways to do something for these kids, right? You, the, the NCAA has no fucking plan. They don't want to pay these kids. They don't want to do anything. And this is the only plan that we can come up with is that they have to play. That horse shit. There's other ways to help, right? And um, well, this no, is the only that's way. That's not the plan. That, that is not the plan. Okay, you guys have to play. Because obviously they're not doing that. They're canceling the season. So but, I, think, I think it's a catch-22, right? These guys, everything you've said, it's a catch-22. These guys may have not had opportunities. They're using their athletics and sports to get them to college, and they may or may not use that to further their education. So be it. That's what you gave them that offer for. But at the same time, you might have the general population that's like, hey, I pay to go to school, but these guys were brought here to play sports, and that's what they were supposed to get their education for, but they don't do that. You know what? Tough shit. I think it is what it is at this point. You can't knock them for something that happened that was out of their control. But long story short, I think that NCAA should come up with a plan, a a league-wide guidance saying, these are the steps that we should take in place to get the season going. And if no one's on board with it, then cancel the damn season. 
easy as that. But don't, don't just say cancel without even trying. I think that's the fairest approach you can do is let's do everything you possibly can to get the yeah. game going. And if it works great, and if some, at some points, you know, something happens, we've got to take it down, then we stop playing. I honestly think if you want to do it, you should guarantee their scholarships. Like when the NFL is giving them con- – is, if you want to opt out, you'll still make a little money this year, right? Guarantee yeah. the kids something. They're going to bring you in a ton of money, and if they play next year, they're going to bring you in a ton of money. Don't give them an ultimatum because you should guarantee their scholarship, at, at least in this situation. Other ones, we can have the argument. In this situation, guarantee the scholarships if you want to play, and then, then they can make their decision. Listen, at the, end of the day, at the end of the day, we can argue about this for 30 minutes, right? It's, it's always comes I mean, down to I mean, we did. Paid, how much money you bring to the university, et cetera. Um, but long story short, give them a chance, try to set up a plan, and roll with it. If it doesn't work, fine, cancel the season. Um, I'll leave Restru- it at that. <laughs> restructure all the conferences for what's around your, your school. So then you'll have like, you'll have like fucking um, – I'm trying to think of some like random little school playing like Ohio State. Yeah. So I've got, one, uh, I've got one last tidbit. Uh, talk NFL news. Personally, I'll let you guys take this one. But uh, how do you guys feel about Darius Geis getting cut? Makes total sense. He should be, get, should be cut. Based on everything that came out? Dude, come on, man. Uh, there, there's two points to this. Sure. Right? The, number one, if the stories are true, which most likely I feel like they are, definitely should be cut without oh, yeah. question and probably should go to jail. Yeah, more than cut. Right. Yeah, agree. Number two, there's always two sides to a story, which yet again, we haven't seen everything. We haven't witnessed everything. You know, you have like the Ruben Foster issue that happened. Ruben Foster's on this team. Obviously, that was a couple of years ago. And, you know, we picked him up and, you know, people were giving the Redskins bash for it. Turns out he was kind of more in the right than the person that was accusing him. Granted, I still think there was some pushing and shoving back then too, but like, you know, there, there's definitely more to that story than what was that originally let out. Did you hear the report about, um, you hear the report about pretty much Ron Rivera had a conversation with him beforehand. Are you the one who sent me this? Yeah. That it was that pretty much they had a conversation beforehand and it happened again afterwards. So it was like three strikes are out kind of situation. Like this yeah. is not like yeah. – it. once you showed me that, it was pretty much like you knew, don't put yourself in that situation. You're yeah. an adult now. You can't be doing this dumb shit. Come on. And yeah, like and, I – And yet again, I definitely still do think – like don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to defend him by any means. yeah. That's despicable. You should never I mean, do that type of shit. You've seen so many big name players in the league have the exact same situation. Have they been made? You know, like whatever's happened to them. Like it's not the first time, second time, last time. Yep. You see the example that was made of them. You should know what's exactly going to happen. What's going to come your way? Yeah. Yep. And I, yep. I do like that. Ron Rivera is like, yo, we're not going to have any of this shit going on. We're going to clean house and get rid of it. Ron Rivera has earned every penny he's being paid right now, and he might actually be, ha- be able to negotiate a raise before the season starts. Well, <laughs> At he, this got point, of, he, got rid, he got rid of the ping pong table. He's getting rid of players. He's getting rid of everything. I love it. Look, uh, yeah. I mean, it was. He got, of, he got rid of the Redskins' name. He, he's doing yeah, everything. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it sucks because Darius Guys is like a fan favorite. Like, he's like, every time he gets on live, he's like real funny and shit. But like, if this is what who you are, I mean, we don't, no parts. We're good. You know, and. And I was reading somewhere that these were t- the type of red flags that they were getting from at the NFL Combine when he was trying to come out. Yeah. And yeah. Didn't 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 this come out before the draft or whatever? That's why he fell, and then everything was denied later. But I guess, I guess the truth prevailed. Yeah. The other thing with this, right? Uh, I'll leave it at this. this. Is the last thing I have a comment on this is, as we've seen with like Ray Rice and all these other players, right? If you know about it or you see it coming up or you have a, uh, even a general idea about it, you just want to cut it and get rid of it because at the end of the day, after they look, start looking into it, they're like, did the coaches know? Did the players know? Did other people know? Was it not brought up? You know, et cetera. You're like, yo, cut ties, screw this, let's get rid of it and just move on. Whether, you know, as much as it hurts um, your team, you just got to move on without it. I'm some, this I mean, is going to sound a little bit messed up, and I apologize because – I guess it's a somewhat of a joke, but it's and this is a very serious topic. Are you about to say the Ray Rice thing? Yeah. Do you guys know who the pro <laughs> comparison is yeah. for Darius Geis? 
That's so fucked. Say that again. Do you know who the pro comparison for Ray, uh, Darius Geis was when he was coming out? Ray Rice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was so reading the fun. comments. They're like, Ray Geis. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, man, that's... They're like, I, yeah, it's terrible because they're like, oh, he's exactly like him. This, this, the shitty thing about the whole, the whole, like, it's a world, right? It's what you bring to the table, right? It's, you'll be forgiven more the more you bring to the table. And for someone that's not played more than three games... Two games, right? I mean, you're expendable. I mean, it's and it's whatever. Fuck it, you know. Time to move on. AP. I am now very much on board with AP going for his 2,000 yard season with the Redskins or with the Washington Football Club. Now, let's go. Let's he go. said he wants, to, he wants to beat Emmett Smith. I want him to do it here. It'd be awesome. And I hope Bryce. Also, will- I don't think he's going to finish the season as a starter. It's going to be Bryce Love. Yo, uh, I'm, I'm going to uh, speaking of, I, you just said Emmett Smith. You reminded me of one thing. Uh, I got to leave it on this. This is so funny. So Deion Sanders, obviously, he saw his birthday. And the quote J.K. said to me, which is hilarious, is he's like, you know, uh, water covers two-thirds of the earth. He's like, the other third, he's like, I do. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's so beast, dude. That is awesome. Did All of those comments that he was making was just, like, epic, dude. Like, I just absolutely love that, like – that post where it showed like, all right, yo, Giants, are, what what position are you drafting? All right, I'll be gone. I don't need to do all this shit because they were trying to get him to do a written test. Like, dude, oh yeah, like, when you do this written test, he's like, I won't even be there. He's like, I'll already be drafted by then. That's hilarious. Uh, I, I I do appreciate primetime a lot. He he's a even though he's a very long time cowboy. One season, he's my Redskin. spirit animal, man. He's he's a fun guy. Um. Can I play one game with you guys before we sign off? Because I saw this, and it's – I just want to know if it's higher or lower, okay? Higher or lower or stay, okay? It's an NFL topic, okay? okay. You good with this? All right. I saw this on Instagram. Um, Laces on Leather is the account. I'll just give them the shout-out. Um, predicting quarterback career accolades, okay? For Patrick Mahomes, three Super Bowl champions, championships, higher, lower, or about right? Lower. Yeah, I'm going with lower. Okay. I think he gets two, but I, I think that's it. Well, wait, how many do you think two as well, JK? Yeah, maybe two. Okay. Three MVPs, Patrick Mahomes, higher or lower? Hmm. He's got one. Yes. Lower. Lower. Okay, so I was going to say the same thing, lower. I think he's going to get two, and but I do think he'll get three championships. I think he might even get a fourth. But I think he's gonna get three. Um, okay, twelve-time Pro Bowler. Twelve time. Mm. He's been there twice. Mm-hmm. So he needs ten more. Mm-hmm. Ten more seasons. Pro Bowls. Over. Lower. Lower. Oh, lower. Okay. He's young. If he stays healthy, he's in the league. I'll give it to him. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I so said. I think that's just about right. Okay. I'm, pre- I'm predicting about like nine. Nine. Okay, I think he can get twelve. I think I he's going to get twelve as long as every he doesn't you know get hurt or anything like that. That's fair. Um, okay, this is Lamar Jackson. One Super Bowl, higher or lower? <sighs> higher, lower than one. I think he gets one, but that's it. Okay, it's yeah. be tough, but I mean, if he's going to get it, it's got to be in the next couple of years. If not, it's gone. I'm going to go higher. I think they go. I think they win one next year. I think they're going to be my Super Bowl pick for next year. Right now is how I feel. And then I think he gets one like a little bit later. He'll get some like sneaky. problem is like if he could stay in the league, like how he like, just coming three has been in the league. He's come off on every PC season. What do you mean stay in the league? No, I'm That's just not fair. If, no, I'm talking about like if, if he does regress to like a normal – fitting quarterback right like dude he's not going to be able to sustain his success at the level that he did okay fine fair it's at the top so sure yes like if he could stay like he's going to regress at some point and depends on like how long he stays in the league i don't Mm -hmm. i mean i don't know like i said i think he gets one it's it's, i think one okay okay two-time mvp lower I think, one. I think you get it. You think I'll get another one? Yeah, I think so too. And then it's eight-time Pro Bowler. The next three are really interesting. This guy did a really good job of like finding random like people. 
That I, I, will, I, I don't I think he'll get eight. I don't really believe in Lamar Jackson as much as you guys do. Yeah, I don't think he'll get the eight. I think he will. I wonder how many Michael Vick got. I mean, he's like six. I don't know. Okay, here. This is actually more interesting. Kyler Murray. They have him as one-time MVP, one-time Super Bowl champion, and eight-time Pro Bowler as well. No, none of the above. I agree. All of it. Uh, okay, here. These are, there's a lot, two left. Um, there is Josh Allen, zero-time Pro Bowler. Oh, sorry, two-time Pro Bowler, zero MVPs, zero Super Bowl champions. I'll go with the zero-time Pro Bowler as well and all the others. I'll give oh, him a yeah. Pro Bowl. I'll give him one, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I don't, By I don't the see. way, for your reference, Mike Vick was a four-time Pro Bowler. Four-time? Okay. Good to know. Okay, yeah, I think he can get a Pro Bowler too, but that's it. I don't see him. The Bills are cursed forever. Okay, this is the last one. Drew Locke, two-time Super Bowler, zero-time MVP, one-time Pro Bowler. Pro Bowler. I'm going to go with zeros across the board. Zeros across the board. You too, JK? Zeros across the board. I think he wins one Super Bowl, and that's it. I think one only because his receiving core is stacked. It's going to be crazy. So here's the thing that I think about Pat Mahomes, right? And like the other guy, what's his name again? Lamar Jackson? Huh? Lamar Jackson? Lamar Jackson, yeah. The fact is, like, they will literally have to be the best quarterback in the league for that long. And I don't think that they can. Who's going to be? I wouldn't sleep on Deshaun Watson. I think he's got a couple good years in him coming up still. And and you got to remember, like, they're all in the same conference. So they're all fighting for the same Pro Bowl spots. Also, Tom Brady's not gone yet. Yeah, you got like two more years. in the NFC. Yeah, but I'm saying in general MVP. All right. Then you got guys like Trevor Lawrence coming out next year. You're gonna... But like, wait, okay. In fairness, you're giving Trevor Lawrence a lot of clout where these guys have already been in the playoffs and shown success. I mean, we've seen guys come in the league and do poop. Okay. Let me, let me Listen, throw this out go, there. Hold on. What has Baker done? Wait, Nothing. It way, JK. You're right. Deshaun Watson could be – Trevor Lawrence could be the Deshaun Watson, but we don't know any of that yet. It yeah. I mean, you guys are forgetting about Jalen Hurts. He's about to take over this league. Let's go. When he, when he gets traded from the Eagles. Sorry. But you're only adding to our argument of, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah I, but I was kind of kidding. That's the whole thing that I have. It's like, okay, yeah, like, I can give you guys maybe Super Bowls here and there, whatever. But to be able to, to sustain success like that, how many Pro Bowls do you think Peyton Manning was in? Just throw out the number. 12 or 15. I would something. say like uh, 11 or 12, yeah. And, yeah. and it's fair to say that Peyton Manning was one of the greatest yes, of all yes, time. Yes, right? yes. We're not all crazy here. All right, throw, it out. throw it out. One, two, he was hurt. That's the only thing. He was hurt. That Like two seasons he was hurt. And at the end of the career, he wasn't – He like the last year he was bad. Just okay, he was in 14 Pro Bowls. Okay, yeah. I said 15. That makes sense. Wait, let me double count that actually. Motherfucker. <laughs> he was in 26 14, not 14 Pro Bowls <laughs> 14 Pro Bowls in 17 years right okay greatest one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time okay flat out sure right? so and obviously he had he missed the season where like he had the next surgery he missed his rookie year he missed then he missed the last, last year his last year and there was like one year in 2001 as well yeah Right, so it's like, can Pat Mahomes sustain the same success without okay. being the same type of quarterback? Okay, then just tell me this: Who is the next generation quarterback? So look, Tom Brady's going away, right? Aaron Rodgers at the end, right? Eli Manning gone, Philip Rivers is gone. Like, this is the next generation, right? Who is that next generation Basically, quarterback? Basically, it's kind of like the you know the guys that are. This is the period where you're switching from like the Jordan to Kobe, right? Yeah, and we already we we know who the Kobe is, right? It's Patrick Mahomes at the moment. That's who we think it's gonna be. Yeah, Lamar Jackson's AI. It's it's cool, but he's gonna win one. Lamar Jackson's T Mac. Oh man, don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> that's not. He don't, he don't even go to finals in his prime. That's so sad. 
That's so sad. Don't say I that. I don't know. Maybe I'm just more pessimistic about these players. I mean, someone has to – who's going – okay, in the next few Super Bowls, once, once Brady and Rodgers are gone, who do you think is winning Super Bowls? Nobody? Do you think the NFL is canceled? Like, there got to be somebody. Brady's still right. there. Is he gone right. too? <laughs> He's gone too. Right now, I don't know, man. Like, I, I feel like because – all right. Oh, I got it. I know what you're thinking. Dwayne Haskins is winning all of them. Let's go. I know I'm cutting this topic. (laughs) We're done. We'll have this conversation Uh, on another podcast. (laughs) All right. That was fun. That was fun, guys. All right. Make sure you're subscribed to this. Make sure you get in every week. We do lots of weird things on here. Check out the comments. Yeah, 100%. And make sure you follow all the social medias. I don't know what they are off the top of my head, but I'll put them in the thing below here somewhere. And Next week. R.I.P. Kobe. R.I.P. Sean Taylor. Peace, peace.